welcome to Celebrate the Date. My name is Katie Pratt. I am your first host of this wonderful podcast. <laughs> My name is Colton Pratt. I'm your second host of this wonderful podcast. Yeah, and this is actually Colton's podcast, and I just took over because he got camera shy. Yeah, so we are, uh, this is our first episode. It's going to be, uh, we're going to tell you the 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 holidays of the upcoming week and how to celebrate them. We're going to help you feel, uh, you know, prepared to do the celebrations that everyone needs to do because, you know, you always need celebration in your life. Yeah, and it makes it makes it just makes like life easier if you have something to look forward to, you know, something to celebrate. Yeah. And so we're going to just let you know and we're going to get right into it. And the first thing we want to tell you is the week, the whole week, what, what you should be celebrating this entire week. Okay. First thing this week that you're going to be celebrating is it's called tin. Tinnitus Awareness Week. Tinnitus. Um, I'm going to read the first paragraph of what tinnitus is. It is... Uh, tinnitus Awareness Week is an observed the first full week of February, and the purpose of it is to educate the public about the symptoms of tinnitus and how it affects people. Tinnitus is the perception of noise or ringing in the ear and about... Did you just have your Siri tell you how to say it? Yeah, I wasn't have sure I you were saying, saying it, right? it right. Well, this is what Google says to say it. Tinnitus. Oh, I've been saying it perfectly. Yeah, so it sounds oh, like you I'm were saying it pretty right. Uh, it affects, basically, it affects, it's a ringing in the ear that affects 15 to 20% of the population. So That's it's rough. Pretty, it's a pretty big thing. The thing is, though, it's not actually a condition, but a symptom of an underlying condition. So if you have tinnitus, you actually have something else. So don't worry. Uh, be aware of tinnitus and also be aware that you probably should. That's what Van Gogh had. Really? Yeah, he did. Didn't Van Gogh lose an ear? I, thought, I always thought it was called tinnitus. <laughs> I mean, Google and I both he, say tinnitus. He lost an ear, meaning that he cut part of it off. Oh, who was it that got part of their ear ripped off? I don't know, but Van Gogh cut part of his ear off, according to my middle school in a uh, middle school art teacher. <laughs> I'm sure she's trustworthy. Yeah, Mrs. Yesko, shout out, Mrs. love Yesko. her. I bet okay. she'd listen if she remembered. She remembers me, right? I doubt it. I wasn't maybe. that big of a. I wasn't yeah, that no, big we, of a person. We didn't make an but she always really, No, she always really liked me specifically. She gave me candy one time because I was the only person in the class that she didn't have to correct while she was trying to teach us how to draw a barn. One time, I did a magic trick on her and it worked. And she legitimately said, "How did you do that?" In a scary voice. Like I got, I got so like, oh, I made her mad when she said. No, she was that? always so nice. She was very nice. Mm-hmm. No, but she also had a version of herself that she called Noko, where when she was mean, she was Noko. And I was worried that I magic tricked Noko and made her mad. She did a whole like like separate personality for Noko versus Yesko. Um, but yeah, so my magic trick had her say that uh, you can never find a red kangaroo in, uh, in Australia or something like that. Um, or, oh, or a kangaroo oh, in Australia. gotcha, that, gotcha. You know that magic trick? I do know that magic trick. It's a good magic trick. Uh, and I'm not going to explain it all because that's a lot of work to explain it um but yeah so i did it and she went how did you do that in an angry angry voice anyway van gogh oh according to yesco van gogh cut part of his ear off because he had ringing in his ears and that was part of what drove him crazy he was also highly depressed um and so he like that's that's the reason according to my teacher in middle school the reason he was driven to slice part of his ear off was because he just wanted to make the ringing stop. That's, I mean, I, when you and then we watched Doctor Who about it. <laughs> it was, but then it was a sub. She was gone, so we had a sub for art. Yeah, and it was um, uh, it, she gave her her a Doctor Who to watch, like a DVD, and so she just hit play, and we watched the first episode, and it was about lizard people living under the 
under the world and it was a second part of a two-part episode oh no and so all of us were like what What is going on yeah and Um, then when she came back she realized we didn't watch the doctor who van gogh episode it's a great episode if you're gonna watch one episode episode. of doctor who i would recommend that one it's very good didn't doctor who take him forward in time and yeah they let they let van gogh see like the impact that his art made because he was very depressed and then he, like, he like cried at the museum and then they took him back and then he still died. That's what I say. Seems like you're like, imagine going, imagine being like an artist and depressed and then a TV show hundreds of years later is downplays your depression as I didn't know people liked my art. Like that's, that's kind of what Doctor Who did there. No, they like, didn't downplay it. He still killed himself. Oh, there was a whole part in the end of the episode where he's like, he's like, yeah, regardless of if we brought him forward in time or not, like we could have made him happy in the moment, but that doesn't outweigh all the terrible stuff that he's feeling. Like it's not, we, we didn't fix Van Gogh by making him happy. You, Van Gogh has a disease. That's fair. That's good. Uh, never mind. They did a good job. They good did a job, great Doctor job. Who. Doctor Who, I love Doctor Who. Stan Doctor Who till the end of time. Stan it. Stan. Doctor Who. Okay. Um, Freaking love Doctor Who. <laughs> I will talk about Doctor Who. I could talk until like the last, like up to like three uh, seasons in the past because I haven't stopped watching. But I know it's Woman Doctor now. Um, And I don't like it that way. What? That's it's not like that's what you were going. No, I I watched it last while. I know it's Woman Doctor. No, I love her. I love her. I hope she's doing well. I just stopped watching because it's 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 definitely a kid show, and I did I did really enjoy it as a kid. But now I'm grown. Didn't one of the doctors have sunglasses instead of a screwdriver? He had sunglasses. He and he also had a screwdriver, but he also had sonic sunglasses. People and didn't like that. Why did people not like that? You don't know that. I, you told me people didn't like it when it happened. Oh, well, I think they wanted him to have a screwdriver because it's iconic. But the sunglasses worked because then little kids could play, play doctor and they didn't even need a screwdriver. They could just put sunglasses on and boom, they were the doctor. That's cute. I know. I That's thought it was cute. so like cute. That. Um, he so, was kind of a jerk doctor. Uh, yeah, the doctor's always really cocky and mean. Not always, just that one. Uh, so we're going Shout back out to, to twelve. Going back to tin- tinnitus. Um, it has ancient origins. Guess what year it started? Or its first documented. What? I mean. Guess what year it was first documented? When was tinnitus invented? Not invented, but documented. Yeah. Twelve. Uh, close three hundred. 3100 BCE. Oh, it was not even close. No, not even a little bit. Uh, ancient Egyptians called it tinnitus. I feel like we uh, talked way too long about tinnitus. We need to no, speed this no, up. No, we haven't. We talked barely, barely at all about tinnitus and how to celebrate it. So if you have a ringing in your ear. Are you supposed to celebrate tinnitus? Yes. Okay. If you have ringing in your ear, well, bringing awareness to it first, which is part of the celebration. Second, if you have ringing in your ear, I'm telling you how to celebrate. Know that ancient Egyptians used to put natural remedies in hopes to cure it. Oh, did it work? Probably not. Okay. They're ancient Egyptians. They ancient didn't know Egyptians anything. got some things right. Like what? I'm Cats. pretty sure they knew about Cats. anemia. What's anemia? That's like when you need iron. Oh, oh. Like you're anemic. Yeah, that's true. I might be anemic. I don't my mom, think my mom thinks I'm anemic. You don't. You're not anemic. You just have low iron. Sometimes it happens when you stand up too fast and you get like dizzy. Yeah, that was, that's it, low iron. Yeah. Oh, cool. Anyway, clench they, your butt cheeks if that happens. Yeah, that's true. Everyone, everyone, this is a Katie's PSA. I used to stand up too fast and pass out like regularly. Mm-hmm. And so my doctor, we went to the doctor and the doctor was like, all right, when you feel yourself starting to do that, clench your hands into little fists and then clench your butt cheeks and it stops it from happening. And it does. It does. Yeah, it does. It's a good, it's a good remedy. It is a good remedy. One time I stood up off the toilet too fast and I passed out and fell down on the floor of the bathroom and hit my head on the wall. Uh, I wasn't going to the toilet. I was just sitting on the closed toilet lid in my... <laughs> I was Why? reading a book. Oh. 
on the toilet, but I wasn't going to the toilet. I was just, I was using the toilet as a seat. I, my, the lid was even closed. Like there was no hole to the toilet water. It was, I was literally just sitting on it. That's a weird thing to be doing. I know. One time I stood in the bathroom because I was putting off getting in the shower and I literally just stood while the shower was running for like a full hour and a half reading, finishing the end of my book. Okay. And I was home alone. Were you, that's terrible. That's bad. Why? That's so sad. (laughs) I finished the book. Imagine that ghoulish image of anybody (laughs) else. Like imagine if someone was trying to make a film about depression, standing next to the shower would be, (laughs) would be an integral scene. (laughs) That's so bad. Um, So, on this website we use, it, one of the things that it says you should do for Tinnitus Awareness Week is to create a poster. Uh, it's, <laughs> so, Wait, we're going to make a poster? Yes, create a poster. Let the ancient Egyptians inspire you by creating a poster that helps get the word out about Tinnitus Awareness Week. Make it personal, artistic. Hi, I'm Colton and I have Tinnitus on a poster. Per, and attention grabbing to make sure that people stop and pay it. Imagine stopping. Imagine walking by a poster that says something about Tinnitus and be like, oh yeah. For sure. I got to look at that. I got to read it. I would. I love reading. Um, especially if it's as, next to my shower. Yeah. Especially if your <laughs> shower's right next to you. Make sure people stop and pay attention to the noteworthy issue that needs more people to care about it. If you don't care about tinnitus, this website does not like you. It's a very important issue. It absolutely is. Uh, but I think that's all we have time for to talk about it. So we're yeah, there's not on. really much to talk about. It was not a very good week. No, it's a great week. Oh, it's a great week. I'm so sorry if any of you are suffering. From tinnitus? Yeah. Yes. So please uh, go seek treatment. Don't cut your ear off. Oh, yeah. that's a be- I can confirm that is a bad option. Yep. I've done it four times. Yeah, it's impossible. My ear goes back. I'm like an axolotl. You're like an- <laughs> yeah, I'm just like an axolotl. Um Next up, we're going to be celebrating. So on Monday, the day this goes out. So this today. Be today, ready. everybody. Be ready today. We are going to be sending a card to a friend because today is send a card to a friend day. Oh, I, that's cute. It is cute. Katie and I, for a while, sent cards back and forth with our with our cousin. Mm-hmm. But every time we would just add to the package. We didn't ever. We just kept adding more things into the thing that we were sending back and Eventually, forth. Eventually, postage was too expensive. Yeah, because you it was. Should have just sent him a new card. We should start that again. Yeah. Well, today is a great day to do that. Yeah. All right, Monday. We're sending a card to a friend today. And you can start a fun little journal thing where you keep adding to it, never take away, and uh-huh. you get bigger and bigger, and you can uh-huh. look back through memories. Uh, except eventually, very quickly, if you're both, if both parties, as Katie and I and our cousins did, keep trying to one up the other party. Eventually, it'll turn from a regular envelope to one of those heavy-duty envelopes to an actual box, and then it'll just be too expensive to send back and forth anymore. And that's what happened to us. We continually kept adding things to the. For to the some stack. reason, I feel like we sent like coloring books back and yeah. forth. No, we, we sent. We put crayons in there. We put. Huh. We just shoved anything we wanted the other people to see into this thing. We. This was after we had phones, by the way. Like it wasn't like a necessity to communicate with our cousins this way. We just got a letter from them one day, and then in our response, just kept adding things to it. Um, so today is National F- Send a Letter to a Friend Day. Uh, I'm going to read the first paragraph of the website once again to just let everybody give a little bit of information about what the day actually means before we tear it to shreds in our mean, mean way that we do. Right, Katie? We don't tear things to shreds. We build things up. No, we, we're terrible. Anyway, have you ever gotten excited when you open the mailbox and find a handwritten card or letter? Eh. Yeah, eh. I always do. We all love getting items in the mail. I do, especially if there's money in it. But why? I love money. Perhaps it's the time it takes to sit down in our busy lives and write the card. No. Perhaps it's the fact that the person was thinking about you when they selected the card. That's no. kind of, that one. That one I like. No, it's because uh, I love perhaps money. Perhaps when, 
it's the I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm kidding everybody. I love when I get cards in the mail because then it makes me feel like a grown up. Yes. Perhaps it's the quaintness of receiving something so physical exactly. in our age of rapid exactly. digital exactly. instant exactly. gratification. That is so right. What website are you using? National Today. It's props to National Today for knowing the true spirit of send a card to a friend day. Uh, whatever the reason. You think my vocal fry is going to annoy, so- annoy people? You think our fans are going to be like, ew, Katie's so annoying. Get her off there. <laughs> I sure hope not. That Everybody, would be- if you have complaints for me, I will accept them, them only in the form of a card. Oh, yes. Katie is your best friend. Send her a letter. I am your best friend. I am We're best not friends give with all of you. No addresses. So you, you address a letter, put Katie's name, spell it her way. No one else no one else spells their name like Katie spells her name. It's C-A-I-T-E-E-P-R-A-T-T. Put it in New York City. It'll find its way to us. Just, New York City? Yep. Send it to New York City. It'll find its way to Katie because there's okay. no one else in the world that spells it her way. And that's how you that's how you send a letter to Katie. New York City is a good start because there's a lot of people there. High population density. Don't go right now. You'll get Omicron. Send it there by by mail. And then somebody in New York City will find it. And then hopefully it won't have Omicron when it makes its way back to us. It dies on letters. Does it? Yeah, they have magic. Okay. Um, so today we're going to be sending post letters office magic. Uh, to your friend. And if you have a friend who needs reminded that you've kidnapped their daughter. Like what? Today's a good day to send a threatening not threatening. I did not say threat. It, I have to keep my words carefully. Today's a good day to send a reminder that they owe you some money. Oh, in exchange. so Colton's writing ransom notes. No, they're my good buddy. Mm. My and good you buddy. Who, their daughter? I, she's on a play date with oh. my basement. <laughs> um, and, You're such a dork. And I need to remind my good friend, the mayor, that uh, his daughter does like him a lot. I'll send a little audio file with it. Does like him. Speaking of audio file, one time there was a guy who was like an, a, a murderer who had stopped murdering for a while. I forget who he was. And the way he got caught was he got back in touch with the, with the police through letter. And one of his questions was, can you trace a floppy disk? And the police officer said, no. And then so the guy said the next letter had a floppy disk in it. And they immediately traced the floppy disk <laughs> and arrested the guy. <laughs> that guy thought he was sending a letter to a friend. And in fact, he was sending a letter to a... Police. Uh, trying to arrest him, police officer. That is yeah. so funny. Can you trace a floppy disk? Like, they were floppy like, disk? No. no. And then he sent a floppy disk and they absolutely immediately. Well, because it's just a set of files that have the name of the computer that was signed. Like that. Uh, it had the name of the computer that set up the floppy disk on it. And so they just found the dude who owned that computer and arrested him immediately. And I love that the guy was, it was literally sending letters to their... Because the cops were pretending to be friends with this guy. So they were sending letters to friends back and forth pretty regularly. They were celebrating send a, friend, send a letter to a friend. Right? I bet they were. Um, so this holiday started in the 15th century, uh, where the first letters, the earliest cards, uh, were made. Europeans adopt the concept. Europeans started this. They adopt the concept of sending paper greeting cards. Imagine the first cards were greeting cards. Hello from Europe. <laughs> That's, that was the first card. What? The first cards were just greeting cards. They didn't have any messages on them as far as I can tell. I bet, just... I bet the people wrote messages on them. That doesn't make sense that they wouldn't write messages because then you'd be like, who is this from? This is just a card with a picture of a bear on it. Imagine if your job was like, hey, you know that foreign land that only one other person's ever made it to? You're going to ride a horse there with this piece of paper. And that was like your job. That would suck. It's called the post office. 
well, at the time it wasn't. At the time it was just a new startup business that <laughs> that uh, explorers were starting. Uh, hey guys, I'm going to go explore the lands. If you have just a message you want to send to the general public, put it in my little saddle satchel and I'll take it there. Like they didn't know where they were going. There weren't maps. Yes, there were. They were just making things up yeah, as they like, went along. Turn left at the big tree. <laughs> turn like left. 30 paces. Turn left Spin at the tree. Spin in a circle. Look for the branch that looks like a W. If you find and a tree that has the fake branch, look of George Washington's face, turn left. George Washington wasn't invented yet. Silly. You sure? Yes. Christopher Columbus was. What year was it? The 15th century. Yeah. Good. Well, George Washington was not invented yet. Silly. Well, could- Did you really have the audacity to say, are you sure? Yes, I did. It was a joke. It was a joke for the reading for the cards joke. were invented. No, yes. they were writing letters to each other far before this. Well, paper greeting cards. What do you think they were writing letters to each other on? Tablets. Oh, um. <laughs> probably just texting their friends, like legit. Texting them. Yeah, why not? That would be a lot faster. It would. Be. Why are we even sending letters? Okay, this is a stupid holiday. Just text your buddies. Don't. Who well, cares about cards? Th- this whole first paragraph is about why you like getting a physical yeah, card. Yeah, and I changed my mind. You said it's faster, and I agree with you. It is faster, but I think writing just write one letter. It could be a ransom note, like I said earlier, or it can just be a greeting card. You didn't card. say it was a ransom note. You said it was a letter to a buddy. Oh, it's a letter to my friend, the mayor. <laughs> one of the best things about this holiday is one of the best movements forward for this holiday development was in 1910 when Hallmark was founded. Aww. Yeah, because doesn't that make sense? That makes sense. Hallmark is a good Hallmark is a good card sending holiday. Anyway, enough about me. Next, we're going to talk about this next day. So tomorrow, you're going to be celebrating Tuesday. Tomorrow, you're going to be celebrating Safer Internet Day. It's a day for safer internet connections. You know what's funny? One time in... in um, the mayor's daughter needs to celebrate this day. Oh my gosh. Did you predator the mayor's daughter? No, I kidnapped. This is, that you was, predated her. That was the story I'm telling is the kidnapped. Oh, so you predatored her. I didn't know predatoring was made. You was predatored happening. her online. No. You did. You're no. saying you pre- Colton's a predator. I'm cutting all this out. Oh, because he embarrassed himself with his joke. Yeah. His own joke. You shouldn't have said daughter. I shouldn't You should have said like his grandpa or something. Yeah, I kidnapped, I kidnapped the, the mayor's grandpa. He embarrassed himself with I his did. joke. Grandpa's a lot better. Yes, it is. Take it to you on. Colton's Please. a predator. No, I'm not. Okay. Um... What was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In middle school. This is another middle school story. Um, I had a computer class, like a computer and internet class. Mm-hmm. Um, and first of all, my class was so bad that on multiple occasions, we made my computer teacher cry. <laughs> she would just go into the corner and put her head on her desk and just sob into her arms and let us I'm play sure games was, on the computers. I'm sure she was having a bad day before she that. She was definitely, definitely not having a good day. <laughs> We did not make it any easier for her. Also, she had migraines basically all the time. And so oh. us being uh, unrowdy, unrowdy? No, us being a... Yes, rowdy, not unrowdy. Yes, rowdy. Yes, rowdy. Us being a rowdy group of unruly middle schoolers is what I was trying to say was unruly. Us being a, ro- a rowdy group of unruly middle schoolers drove her to tears. And then she would go sit in the corner on her desk and cry into her arms that's terrible. Anyways, one of the assignments we had to do was making internet safety PSAs to hang up around the school about not sexting and oh. like not sending like like dirty pictures on the internet. That's smart. And I really remember, I don't remember what mine said, but I really remember um, 
someone drew a picture of Pikachu, and then the saying was it was like, "Don't let strangers get a Pikachu." That's terrible. Don't sext. And I, then some of them were like, that were was like, that was still in the room when I went there the next year. Yeah, it was hanging up in the hallway. And then there was oh, there no. were some that were like, um, there was something. It was some rhyme about not showing your rack. <laughs> <laughs> if a middle schooler middle schoolers don't have racks, you can't say that. Uh, I, we did, the middle schoolers made their own posters. Like nobody else was decide, telling them what to write. They wrote their own sayings. So apparently there was no filter. Yeah, no, they're, they're, uh, I thought it was so weird that people were writing like literally the word rack or like the word tits on these posters as long as it and rhymes. hanging them. Yeah, if it rhymed, it was like, don't be a ditz. Don't show your tits. That's a good on one. On these posters that and then like with like little illustrations of a girl <laughs> with her boobs out <laughs> on the walls of my middle school. I bet the person who made that was like, you get to make posters about being naked. Holy crap, I'm going to draw it. I literally, we had so many perverts. I specifically remember I was in that class with a little pervert boy. Who, how, what makes him, what makes you say that? I just know he was a pervert. Katie, you, were you profiling? No, I just, I just, I, I just knew. Did he do something perverted? All the time. Oh no. Oh, Katie, you can't, this is a, I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't, don't want to call yeah. him out. I don't, don't want to call him out because maybe he's You know changed. who you are, kid who drew tits. Um. So we're gonna talk about being safe on the internet. I'm gonna read the first paragraph like I always do. Trying don't get be a ditz. Don't show your tits. That's all you need to know, really. So now we're just gonna be stupid about the internet for a while. This is kind of the polar Should opposite we not be of yesterday. Tits. I don't think it's a big deal. Okay, tits. I mean, you said it in middle school, so I feel like tits. If you're younger I didn't than say it in middle school, if you're younger I would have had a panic schooler, attack of guilt. If you're younger than a middle schooler, don't be. You shouldn't be listening to this anyway. We're, Why? We want all ages. We're supposed to be family friendly. You said tits like four times. Oh, you're right. I take it back. I'm going to say, I'm going to suck him back in. What are you doing? <laughs> sucking on the tits. Oh, no. Why? <laughs> I'm sucking them back in so that they never said it in the first place. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, Katie. Now she's embarrassed. Okay, this is a bad day. I'm not embarrassed. Why I think is it's funny. internet day so bad? Yeah, because you said you were going to stop. Pervert um, some kids. No, not pervert. She's an adult. You're, oh, is she an adult? Yeah. Are you changing your story? She's 40. Oh, how old is the mayor? 60. He had his kid really young. Yep. He's a Christian. He was very... He I got, thought you said he was on a play date. She was on a play date. With her other 40-year-old moms. You said she was in your basement. I can't have a lot of moms. Oh. Um, <laughs> so today's kind of the opposite. Today is get your modems going. What's up? Do we use, still use modems for internet? Is that a thing? Let's like use routers instead of modems. What's a modem? I don't know. It's something about the internet. I had to learn it in that computer class, but all I can think about were the tit posters. Fair. I had that same problem. The, <laughs> Colin the and Pikachu. Both the Pika- don't let anyone peek at you. One distracts me all the time. Um, get your modems going because uh, February 8th is safer internet day. These days, you can do almost anything on the internet. You can play games, connect your fro- folks, let strangers get a peek at you, and get outfits you didn't think you needed, but now you know you do. It's an extraordinary feeling to have an infinite amount of access to information and entertainment at your fingertips. The World Wide Web has come a long way from the Yahoo Yahoo GeoCities and the You've Got Mail of yesteryear. 
Colton's uh, too young to know those references. Yeah, really. On February 8th, we acknowledge these vast developments and use diff- difficulties that may come with these changes by observing Safer Internet Day. So today, literally, it didn't tell us any information other than we're going to be safe on the internet. And you I can feel do like a lot that's like that's an easy enough thing to do. Be safe on the internet. Yeah. So it's not. Get a VPN. Oh, what does that stand for? Victory Pirate Nets. <laughs> You're close. Victory Private Network. Uh, it's I think it's a virtual private network. Oh, I just think that Victory sounds cooler. I th- it should be changed. I think okay, okay. Get yourself a VPN. Yeah. Don't talk to strangers. Don't go in chat rooms. Can I tell you a crazy story about a chat room and people who are not safe on the internet? Yeah. Okay, one time. One time. There was this man, and he was old, right? He was in his 40s. He had two teenage daughters, and he was their swim coach, um, and he was like really involved in his children's lives, but... He, he and his wife were not having a good time. They were <laughs> okay. They were slowly growing apart. He wasn't feeling like loved and fulfilled in the relationship. Fair. And so he started playing online poker. While he was playing online poker, he met this user named Tall Hot Blonde. Katie. Yes? Will our middle schoolers like this story? Yeah, they will. Okay, Katie. It's a good story. They, he met this user named Tall Hot Blonde. And she says, I'm 18. And he's like, oh, awooga. Katie. Yeah. Is this a story about a real? This is a real story that happened in real life. A real, a real predator, like how I was a joke. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's not okay. You have to hear the whole story. She's eighteen, and he's like, he said, "Awuga," and so he's like, "Well, I'm also eighteen. and so they can carry on. They fall in love. The girl is like, is like professing her love for him. They're gonna meet up and they're gonna get married. He says that he's in the military and he's sending her. The forty-year-old is sending all of his old military photos from when he was 18 so she really thinks he's 18 um and then eventually he starts bragging about this to his co-workers at work oh, and no. his other co-worker who's 20 like in real life is like Ugh. and then the wife finds his accounts on the online poker and so the 40 year old guy 40 year old's wife finds the 40 year old's accounts on poker and so he, she messages the girl and is like, you need to be careful. Be safe on the internet. That's our, that's our connection. connection for today. She tells her, she tells the 18-year-old, be safe on the internet. You don't know who you're talking to. This is who you're actually talking to. Sends a picture of the family. He's old. He's gross. He's a liar. He has a whole family. And so the 18-year-old gets mad and is like, how dare you lie to me like this? I loved you. I thought you were real. Like It feels like the love of my life just died because I know you're the truth now. And he's like, I'm so sorry, we could fix this. And she's like, no, I don't want to talk to you. And so she goes on online poker and finds his coworker, his 20-year-old coworker. And she's like, can you believe what your coworker did? And that makes the 40-year-old very mad. And they start, they start getting together. So the 20-year-old and the 18-year-old start dating. But the 18-year-old girl keeps going back and it keeps like taunting the 40-year-old guy. Like, and then eventually they're like, we can make this work. I still love you. And then like a couple days later, she's like, no, I don't love you anymore. I, this is wrong. I want to be with a 20-year-old. Eventually, everything boils down to the 40-year-old gets really mad at the 20-year-old co-worker that, um, that he's dating the 18-year-old girl that, they, that he fell in love with. Mm-hmm. He kills the 20-year-old. Okay. No, he does. He straight up shoots him. And then when he gets, he immediately, immediately gets arrested for it. Well, after like a weekend, after they find the body. Gets arrested for it. Guess what? 
What? The, was the 18-year-old? The 18-year-old girl was a 40-year-old woman using her daughter's photos to catfish men on the internet. <laughs> and he did not know until he got arrested. He did not know that until he got arrested that the 18-year-old Taha Blonde was actually in her like 40s and 50s. That's terrible, but kind of funny. It's awful. I mean, the only person who was telling the truth in that whole situation was the twenty-year-old. Was the twenty-year-old, and he was just trying to help the eighteen-year-old girl because he thought the eighteen-year-old girl got predated. But in reality, nobody really got predated. It was just kind of a whole thing. In reality, he's the closest one to getting predated because he got catfished and murdered. Okay, that's be safe on the internet, or you'll get catfished and murdered. Moving on, Katie. Yeah, you definitely did make this this section a true crime section of our. I love true crime. Show. I want. We should make a true crime podcast on Wednesday. If Wait. you would listen to a true crime podcast by me and Colton, please. That's a lot let of us work. No, I love true crime. I know so many cases. We don't want to redo everybody. We have to find our, a niche anyway. No, the niche is true crime by Katie and Colton. Please. Do you just want to make Tuesday true crime day? <gasps> on Tuesday, you'll just tell us. You'll look it up and make us find a story relating to the true crime. A true. Crime I just think that to. we should do true crime. Po- if if you listen to a true crime podcast by Katie and Colton. DM the podcast. Fair enough. Next up, we're going to talk about Wednesday. Can you guess what Wednesday is? I can if you give me one second. No, just guess. Give me I'll give one, you. I'll give you a give hint. It's, one, it's a celebrating give a bone. Me one a second. bone. Toothache day. We're celebrating toothache day. Um, I have never had a toothache. Liar. Your teeth have never hurt. I burped. Fair. Your teeth have never hurt. Um, I guess one time I had a popcorn kernel stuck for like three days and they started aching, but. That's not a true toothache. I've never had a cavity. I've never had any sort Same. of like filling or anything. You you had a whole a whole tooth missing. No, so I had one time when I was little. We were at the dinner table and I was doing what you I thought was, like was sucking. That was that was normal. And she was like, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I'm getting the food out of my tooth." And she was like, "What?" My mom was she, and my mom was like, "What?" And I was like, "I'm getting the food out of my teeth because my back teeth are hollow." Um, and so we had to go to the the dentist and. All four of my back teeth are more hollow than they're supposed to be. One of them was was to a point where it was risky and it probably would get my tooth infected. So I have one full, filled tooth now because my hollow tooth got filled up. All my other ones are still a little bit hollow, but they're not bad enough that it's risky to like risking hitting nerves or anything. Gross. Um, but, All right, moving on. This day's boring. I'm kidding. Wow, you you one eighty on that on that statement really quickly. <laughs> I just thought about all the poor people who have toothaches and how uh, I would be erasing their struggles if we moved on too quick. <laughs> You'd be erasing the struggles of don't toothache? make fun of them. <laughs> I'm a toothache ally. <laughs> Katie, that's so stupid. National Toothache Day, which falls on February 9th, serves as a kind of reminder of the benefits and overall importance of dental hygiene. Toothaches are scientifically known as odontalgia are essentially what they sound like, uh, the pain generated from either one or multiple teeth. A toothache can make it difficult to eat, sleep, or sometimes even talk. While they are not worth celebrating, oh, uh-oh, while they are not worth celebrating, we can, we all can hear up the ways to stop them for good. Um, so Everyone brush your teeth. Oh, do you want to hear a song that I learned when I was... Brush, like brushy brush brushy brush brush brushy no not every at all day and every night not brush, at all brushy, brush. no i learned this multiple summers ago in an old church oh it was, it was wait like, you need more background about wake, the church okay we'll tell it later but here listen to the song and sing it with me okay when you, you wake up in the morning at a quarter to one, one and you want to have a little, little fun you brush, brush your teeth, teeth. <laughs> You brush your teeth. 
When you wake up in the morning at a quarter to two, and you want to find something to do, you brush your teeth. You brush your teeth. Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure I knew the lyrics and Colton didn't. Okay, so if I you can just re-listen, you... just like go back 10 seconds and re-listen to us singing, I'm pretty sure I'm the one that was right. I kept saying, you want to have something to do. And you said, you want to find something. So that was the that was the mistake. That was the the things. I said, have and you said, find. And I know. I, and then the first one, too. I said, have and you said, find. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure it's find. But yeah, I don't It know. probably is. Also, I think it goes all the way to like 12, but yeah. I don't know any, anything more because that's what Barney sang to us. Yes, we found this Barney. We were doing, It was a toy Barney. We were staying the night with a group in a church that was kind of creepy already. And it was at Elmo, actually, Katie. It was Barney. It was almost certainly It Elmo. was Barney, wasn't it? it we was got Barney. confirmation from more than one person. It's Barney. Okay, it was Barney. Fine. Um, but it was creepy because the boys were in this little room that was for kids. and You guys chose to sleep in the nursery, which I don't, did. doesn't make any sense to No, me. it doesn't. And then during the night, the first night is when Barney sang the first time, and it was terrifying. Somebody bumped it when they were rolling over or something. Oh, it was like a motion-censored Barney toy that like would sing the Brush Your Teeth song. Oh, a similar thing happened to me recently. I was It was super tired. I was like dying tired. Like I was... I couldn't, I was barely awake and my girlfriend called me. And so I was, I was talking to her for a second and then I, um, and was trying to fall back asleep. So I was plugging my phone in. I reached down to the side of my bed where my outlet or my phone is charger is. And while I was rolling over, I have a stuffed bear that I made from Builder bear with my girlfriend and she has, it has her voice in it. And I rolled onto the hand that makes the button start talking. And it sounded for my brain processed it as Katie from downstairs in our house yelling for me. And legitimately, it activated my flight or fight reflex. Like my body, my when I get a lot of adrenaline, my nose completely clears out. <laughs> so my body, I could tell. So that's why I could tell what my body pumps adrenaline is that my I can breathe super good all of a sudden. Um, and my body pumped adrenaline, and then I laid in bed awake for another like half hour because I was just calming down from thinking Katie was desperately screaming my name. The, I wasn't. The thing is, I yes. was sound asleep. I went to sleep at eight o'clock that day. <laughs> Because she didn't feel good. I took NyQuil. And so I slept from 8 o'clock until 10 o'clock. And then from 11 o'clock until 6 o'clock. Okay, I just scrolled down this website, by the way. It says, while the origins of National Toothache Day are not clear. We made it up. How do we not know when someone made it up? That's a good this, point. This How can't did, be an old holiday. No, this yeah. This can't be like ancient Egyptians started celebrating it. Like, this has to be a recent thing. Why in the world? Is it not? Why don't we know when it was made? Maybe everyone just woke up one day and was like, oh, tomorrow just feels like it's going to be toothache. Yeah. And there was like a subconscious thing. Maybe someone broadcasted it over radio waves and we all could pick it up in our sensors. Or maybe it was like by maybe God put it in a bunch of people's brains that today is toothache day. But they also said, but then the, the website said. We can't just say God. We can't say that God decided that's what that was the origin. We can't just this website's like. At first, it said by providence of God, toothache day is today. And then they <laughs> by were like, the "Providence of God." And then they were like, "Okay, we can't. Clearly, we can't say that. Let's make it mysterious." Um, so while the origins are not clear, the holiday serves to remind people that looking out for your own oral well-being is of utmost importance. So, like we said, brush your teeth. Um, that was so good. Thank you. I was actually really proud of it too. Um, okay, I scrolled down another swipe. It starts talking about the 18th century. So do you think it was made that old ago? No, but I think in the 18th century, you'd go to a barber and they'd rip your teeth out. No, dentists had become more def- more refined profession. Nope. Uh, 
when Pierre Fauchard featured uh, an influential French surgeon, sorry, influential French surgeon published his book, The Surgeon Dentist. So back then, the surgeons just could do whatever. Well, it was a barber dentist before, and you would go, and they would literally just hold you down, and people would watch because that's the only form of entertainment they had. (laughs) They would rip your teeth out, like, and then um, they would also go to the dentist for, like, surgical things because cutting into the human body was considered taboo until um, some some British king uh, got a fistula on his butt. And so a, a fistula is basically a hole where there's not supposed to be a hole, and so there was a hole from intestine to outside Ew. on his butt. So it was it was really gross. And then a bunch of people intentionally added a fistula to their butt, right? Well, no, they didn't add a fistula to their butt. They pretended they had fistulas because it was really popular to do what the king was doing. Like that was how you showed you were wealthy was that you were following the king's trends and the king had, had to wear butt bandages. Butt. Anyways, that's how surgeons started becoming their own thing was because everyone, every surgeon refused to do surgery on the king's fistula. On his anal fistula because they were like, if I fail and the surgeon dies, I mean, the king dies, then I'm also going to die. And so this one surgeon was like, I'll do it. Um, I'm just going to have to have like a year of preparation and like and like 300 uh, prisoners to like practice on. Oh, no. And he killed he killed almost all of those prisoners from his practicing on surgery. But he did. He did fix the king without killing him. And that's how surgery went from being like a taboo, a taboo like barbershop thing. To an actual practice. Uh, also, supposedly, that's where the song "God Save the Queen" came from. Was from <laughs> the King's anal fistula. Speaking, one more thing, Doctor Richard Gorgian, a surgeon from like a long time ago. Oh, I sorry. think he was French. Sorry, that's Doctor, my bad. It's he was French. Doctor Robert Liston, the old surgeon. He was known for being super fast. Yeah, and he killed three people in yeah, one surgery. He in a surgery, he killed the man that was being operated. He cut off the finger, which got in- infected and killed the man who was his assistant. And somebody in the audience died of shock, making it the only ever surgery with a three hundred percent mortality rate, which is insane. And he also did surgeries in like five minutes. Like yeah, that was he his did. Thing. He was his, because it was his thing because he was going really fast. They couldn't put anybody under, so they right. would just cut, they just do cut, it as quick cut, as you can. Do things so while a guy was just awake and people held him down. Yeah. And that's why he got a finger, because someone's finger was holding the leg down. Got that the finger, makes me killed him. So, that's so horrific. It's terrible. But I think it's so funny. There's a 300%. I bet he felt like a freaking dunce after that, though. No, he thought he was so fast. He killed three people. In I one, know. One person was the, the person the surgery. He killed three in one surgery. Mm-hmm. I don't know if... Uh, to be fair, I don't think you could attribute the shock person to him. Maybe somebody who has that close to death shouldn't be watching. Should such not a be watching thing. someone getting their limbs cut open. Yeah, I feel like that was that was on the guy. What day is it today? Uh, today's toothache day. Okay, well, don't get a toothache. Brush your teeth. Floss. Go to the doctor. Don't floss. No one flosses. Go to the dentist. Moving on. Next day, we're talking about umbrellas on Thursday. The Thursday is National well, if Umbrella it's Day. It's going to rain. Take yourself an umbrella. If it's not, take an umbrella anyway. Who cares? It's uh, that's true. Keep an umbrella in your car. Keep one in your backpack because you never know when you're going to need an umbrella. Use it like a fancy cane to get into fancy places. So if it like floods, turn it upside down and open it up and then you can use like a little raft. You can use a raft. Umbrellas are so, you could use it as a sail on a boat. Oh, you could do that. You could, oh, you could like, you could like, if you're, if the, you're in a burning skyscraper and you're at the top, you can like open it up and hold it and like jump Mary off. Mary Poppins. Like, yes. Yeah, Mary Poppins. Mary down. Poppins your way down. You can like Mary Poppins your way up like she does where she catches a gust of wind, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, or if you're going like parasailing and your sail breaks. Secondary parasail. Yeah. Secondary parasail. Always keep an umbrella on you. Uh, volcano. 
No. Imagine, it's, if, imagine if, the, what's the one area that a lead uh, umbrella, umbrella lead umbrella. Oh, a lead umbrella would definitely help. Imagine if freaking Pompeii, if everyone just had a lead umbrella, like I've been saying, by the way, if everyone just had a lead umbrella in Pompeii, imagine how many, few, actually, imagine how many fewer cool fossils we'll find if everybody's had a lead umbrella. There'll just be little pockets of air with a dead body inside of it because the umbrella had survived. Um, it would be certainly less horrific for them, wouldn't it? That's true. There are people in this, in Pompeii that were like eating soup, like I'm trying to think about how fast it must have risen that you were still calm enough to eat soup while it was waist deep. Or they were just resigned to their fate. They're like, oh, well, this is going to happen now. Yeah, but the soup was still on the table. If they were resigned to their fate, they would hold the soup up so the ash doesn't get into it. <laughs> you know? There's a dude who's using the toilet. In the fo- imagine, that, imagine that. Imagine being on the toilet and being like, well, I either poop while I run or I die here. And then choosing to die there. Like, because... Unless the ash fills up in like seconds, how do you not see it coming? How fast did the ash fall? Maybe it was like an avalanche. An avalanche. But for real, how fast did the ash have to fall? If they just had an umbrella. Avalanche. Avalanche. If they had an umbrella, they could have used it to fly away like Mary Poppins. Yes. Uh, what else can umbrellas be used for, Katie? Swords. Oh. Oh, there's an umbrella cane gun. There's an umbrella cane gun. Yeah. Okay. That's so a lot of one stuff time, in it. this isn't a true crime thing. Well, sort of. One yeah. time, uh, a guy got really sick, and he went to the doctor, and he died. And the doctor was like, okay, autopsy time, because that's kind of weird that you got sick and died the span of three days. They cut him open, and they found a little tiny BB in his calf that he didn't know was there. Nobody knew why oh, the BB yeah. was there. It turns out he was like a like a, um, foreign embassy situation. He was like a, what are, they, what are those called? Uh... When, like, someone comes and stays ambassador. An ambassador, right. He was an ambassador in a different country. He was standing at the bus station. He felt someone bump into him, like, jostle and, like, bump him really hard. And he turned around. He was like, excuse me. And the guy's like, I am so sorry. In, like, a really thick accent. Yeah. Um, And then he goes. And turns out when the guy bumped him, he actually bumped him really hard and shot him in the leg with his umbrella. That was, it was a gun shaped like an umbrella. (laughs) And it shot a little BB into his leg. The BB was filled with castor oil. Um, or like the poison from a castor, a castor plant, a castor bean, um, which is really poisonous. People use castor oil for other things now, but it was filled with the poison part. Killed him. Three days. Wow. With an umbrella gun. That sounds like a fun gun though. It did. It was really cool. I did a presentation on it in high school. That seems like a, like legitimately though, like umbrellas can be used to hide a lot. Yeah, they can. You can put swords in there. Yeah. And like also... If someone, you know how people used to like you take off their gla- glove and slap somebody with it to like, I don't know, hurt their feelings. Oh, uh, it'd be to start a duel. Yeah. So this would be a much more efficient way. And also they can't retaliate because you have Ray and show that umbrella. You like just, you'll leave a mark. It'll hurt a lot worse, guys. Just use your umbrella. Everybody back I then. I think everybody should put a switchblade on the other umbrella. Everybody back then used freaking uh, canes anyway. That's true. If if you have a cane anyway, just make it an umbrella. Let's use an umbrella instead. That fixes its two problems at once. If it rains, you can lean against a post and keep yourself dry. If it's not raining, you can use it as a cane. I guess it does kind of eliminate walking while it's raining. Mm-hmm. That's not a good option. Maybe carry an umbrella and a cane. See, that's like a waste. Why not just use uh, a really long umbrella? Oh, so if you have beach to umbrella. Have it open, oh, beach umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I like this idea. So if you have to, if you have to use it like a, like a cane, if you have to have a cane to walk, but you also need an umbrella, and you don't want to carry both, 
when it's raining, just open your beach umbrella and use like a staff, like yes. Gandalf. One time we were on the Man, beach. We are so smart. Yes. We, 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 with circular logic, we got there in the end. We did get there. One time. Honestly, I think it's a better option than what we had in the beginning. One time when uh, we were on the beach as kids, uh, we were sitting on the beach. It was a little bit windy and an umbrella that looked a lot like ours flew by. And my mom just got up and sprinted after it and grabbed it. And the guy who was chasing it went, oh, thank you. And mom almost fought him off to keep the umbrella. Mom just assumed when she saw a rainbow umbrella fly over her head that it was ours. Didn't check to see if ours was still sitting there. It was. And she just took off after it grabbed it and then did not believe the guy when they said that it wasn't her umbrella for some reason like imagine that speed of thought i could never if i i could never see an umbrella process that it looked like mine and then come to the conclusion that i should chase it in the span of time that it takes to uh freaking get up and run like mom was ready she was on it yeah she was ready and she was out like like that she was gone um and so yeah today is umbrella day we, we've thought of a lot of ways raft sail parasail beach sun protector rain protector parachute parachute um anything else that umbrellas can be good for so Same today thing. on umbrella day you could hold soup in there and eat it oh big soup lots yeah lots of soup, of soup. like and, a whole meal for your friends and it'll be a fun prank for whoever sees the umbrella when it starts raining it's like oh now is my time to use this umbrella they open it they up pick soup. it they pick it up soup what kind of soup would be best for this prank uh, wonton. I've been craving wonton soup. I think tar. If you're going to prank someone like that, tar and feathers. Tar and feathers. That's horrible. No, wonton soup so much better because at least it's a yummy surprise. <laughs> at least it's a yummy surprise. That's fair. I like that better. That's a good idea. Thank so, um, let's try to think. Is there anything else that umbrellas can be useful for? I think we thought of everything and we should move Scar- on. Wait, no. One more thing. Okay, one more thing. Scaring off peacocks. Are peacocks scared of umbrellas? If you open and close it a lot, it's like their plumage and it does legitimately it will scare them off. Why do you know how to op- scare a peacock or an ostrich? It could be an ostrich. But I'm pretty sure it's I don't a think if I'm if an ostrich is coming after me, I am not taking the time to open and close my umbrella. I'm trying to get out of the way because they're scary dinosaur creatures. Emus are also scary, but apparently if you just hold up your hand at their throat, they won't come at you. No, they bet they will. That's just that one emu on TikTok that we that's scared of that one woman. I don't I don't I'm not again. I'm not testing any theories. If, if I'm getting attacked by an emu or an ostrich or a peacock, for that matter, I am not testing any theories. I am just booking it. I can't even. I don't think I can even outrun. All right, if I'm getting attacked by an ostrich, I don't think I would fight. I think I just let them have me. <laughs> I think I would give up. How many times do you think that woman choke slammed that emu before it got scared of her hand? Probably enough. Emus are scary, dude. They are. They're really scary. But I think that's all we have to talk about umbrellas. Yep. Next up, we're going to, we'll be back in a sec. We're going to get a guest on for Friday. You guys are going to love the guest. It's going to be great. So we'll be right back. So we're back. It is now Friday. We are going to be celebrating Friday. Recording? And Yes. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, we're recording. Okay. Uh, we're going to be <laughs> celebrating Friday. And today we got a special guest on for Friday. And it's a person that you guys might know. He is a pro celebrator. He is uh, a good friend of mine. He's one of the best... Really, his one big qualification is that he is has celebrated a many a days before with us. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? What up, party people? It's Caden. Hi, Caden. Back, back from the dead. Back from the dead. It's Caden. He he, he uh, was a host on our previous podcast with us. He is. No, listen, it's called. 
four for 45. No, it's, it's actually not. Tail. It's called quarter tail. It was called four <laughs> for 45 until like a week before we quit. Yeah. We tried to save yeah, well, it and then it didn't save it. It actually, it, it's like if someone was on the Titanic and they were like, guys, we should just rename it John. And then they renamed it John. And it was like, guys, does it seem like it's thinking faster? Yeah. It seems like it's thinking faster now that it's called John. Um, and so. Uh, I think the name change was, we set up a brand. Okay. We had a brand. And the brand was that we had a bad name. <laughs> and then you took away the brand and we had nothing. Because objectively, Quarter Till was a much better name. Right. And that's what I was trying to say in the very beginning. Colton didn't believe me. Then we got to nine months into the darn thing. And then he was like, okay, I, you're right. But he didn't even say you're right. He said, I have this new idea. And I said, that is not a new idea. Um, well, that was the thing that we invented. And today is National Inventors Day. Oh, yay. Today we're going to celebrate inventors. We've been doing this for like a year, haven't we? Yeah, we oh, have. Yeah. We started a recording like last Christmas. Oh, man. When we gave you my heart. Um, but uh, today is National Inventors Day. I'm going to read the first paragraph. It's February 11th. And you know what that means? No? Well, it's National Inventors Day. And we should all be celebrating. <laughs> uh, without all our inventions, sorry, without our inventors, where might we be? Humanity's inventiveness is what sets us apart from every other species. Yes, that is true. Without inventors, how we have spears or toilets or I only can think of spears pants. pants did you say pants yep pants are important we are the only species yeah. who wears them I feel like every a lot of other species should probably wear the species of rab, baboon who has like it's Their butt is like out there they should or like yeah. the ones I mean who if have I like, had a butt that pretty I'd get it out there too but you know like the animals that are like hey I'm covered in fur except I have a neon pink butthole that is just out there. Like, they should have pants. <laughs> they should have figured out pants by now. should start dressing yeah. like cats to cover their buttholes. Yeah, buttholes for modesty. Are, honestly, buttholes should be covered by most animals, I feel like. They're gross. They're definitely like gross. They, like, oh, and cats, their posture is often, like, their tail sticks straight up and they face, a, they're like, it's often like a look at my butthole kind of posture that cats take. Are you saying cats are promiscuous? That's part, that's part of the reason that they're, you know, Catwoman? I do know Catwoman. Part of, part of the reason that she's promiscuous is because her butthole's out. Part of the reason she's Catwoman is because that's that's part of her thing. <laughs> I looked up and the camera was saying goodbye to us. <laughs> that's unfortunate. It's okay though. Um, like we have a camera recording our us our faces because Colton wants us to have a wider social media presence. So we have a camera for TikToks now. Yes. And it died. I don't think it died. It's just about battery, but. I think it just turned off. I, oh, well, it said goodbye, it and then goodbye. it turned off. Yeah, it said goodbye. It said goodbye. Said goodbye, oh, and then so it turned cute. off. Uh, it was cute. It was. It was like a little robot friend. Um, so, yeah. Today we're talking about inventors. Katie, what kind of inventors do you like? People who invent little robot friends who record us for TikToks. That is true. I, I feel like, I think we could be inventors. Guys, what should we invent? What's a need that we need to fill? Caden, go first. A podcast. Mm. That's okay. That was a gimme. <laughs> that was a gimme. <laughs> That we did that, did that, twice. Done, did that twice and done. What's, what's, Maybe three times. Wait, if wait, we wait. Do you guys remember when we invented that one game that we played at your grandma's house? Oh, Zanball. Did we play yeah, that at my grandma's? No, we played that. Works, you, the first you time, guys came to. The first to... time we played it, though, was on Graham's. We invented it originally on Graham's giant, way too high basketball hoop. No, we invented it in the backyard. It was a different game. We invented it in the backyard of our house. With like, the one with like hula hoops, and we yeah. laid we laid like yeah. it was like a trash can in the middle of the 
plays. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Kane, Kane played that with us a lot, actually. Yeah, I feel like he did. He, he came over one time and we played it like a full day straight. Kane, Landon, Katie and I. Katie and I honestly had a lot of very good rules. Like It was a pretty well-balanced, good game. It was a very intense game for us. Yeah, we, we did a good job. Normally, Katie and I invent games like, like, this is a board game, like, guess who? Or this is a board game like the game of life, but not. This is like a really unique video, uh, 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 sport that we invented. Speaking of sports that got invented, freaking Spikeball just came out of nowhere. How did it get so Ooh, popular all of a sudden? Sport. It is a great game. Who invented that? How did it come out of nowhere so fast? I think, I think it went on Shark Tank. Oh, that makes sense. Never mind then. I think it was fun. like, it was either about Camp Jam. I remember when my mom and dad got a Spikeball. I was like, this game looks dumb. Like, I, I don't even want to play this. And then I can't figure out how to put the net on the ring. I, like, I don't even want to play this. But then me and Lana started playing, and come on! Here we are. Here we are. Now you're the spike ball champions of the world. For real? I like the Bobet. Spike ball champion of Ohio. Of Ohio. You guys are of really, really good. You bet you could compete. Yeah, honestly, if Landon and Kane played, they would. No, they can't do together. Landon and Kane, <laughs> they, they, they're siblings and they argue too much. If they could yeah. play, if they could both find very good teammates that they didn't argue with. They would both probably do very well in Spikeball, I believe. Um, so, I agree. I, I'm trying to think of what should we invent. We should. There's something that we that there's has to be something that. Okay, here's what it is. I've had this problem a lot. We need to invent something that just allows you because you know the times where you're just having a conversation with people and it's super funny and it's great and you're like, man, I wish we recorded this. We should invent a on the face button that just starts recording the room. You you somehow wear it like a pin or like a lapel. And when it gets when it gets um, like funny, you hit the button and record, and then you can just that way you could just be ready at all times to record. This is podcast related or even video. Like if you want to be like, hey, we're watching this movie and we're being hilarious while we watch it. Click your pin. Now you had a now you have so a commentary baby. You're inventing things for influencers. Yes. Exactly. Gotcha. You've nailed it, Katie. Colton, is your dream to become an influencer? No. You liar. You liar. It would be nice, but I re- I'm realistic. Aww. Um, but Everybody, let's help Colton achieve his dreams of becoming an influencer. <laughs> no. Everybody, donate $5. I want to be an inventor. Katie, what do you want to invent? I would love to invent something. I'd love to invent the the cure to COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Katie. We would all love to invent the cure. Yes, yes, good. Yes, of course. Yes. What would you, Katie, realistically? Oh, Kaden, what would you like? What would you invent, Kane? Okay, this is what I was thinking. Go on the go. Okay, you got you got a pan, right? A pan. Okay, just in your car. Under that, under that, what? Just in your car, you carry a pan. It could be in my car. It could be anywhere. It could be in the library school in the back of church whatever you want okay so you got you got a, a pan right attached to the bottom of that pan is the porta stove okay and the porta that stove. porta stove all you do is click a button and it heats up almost instantaneously you don't need any you don't need to plug it in you don't need any like gas okay battery like power that. it just does it just does it pure battery power okay solar powered no. No. <laughs> no, we have to be able to use it inside. Yeah. I like to picture Kane's scenario of it could be in a library. Imagine sitting there reading your book and all of a sudden from the side of the room you just hear the sound of like an egg crack and then <laughs> as an egg starts to sizzle over an open foot. Like, <laughs> it like, would be awesome. The back of it a would... church and someone 
Is someone cooking sausage? <laughs> Do I smell sausage? <laughs> the the pastor stops and is like, "Okay, who brought who brought the porta stove?" And half the half the congregation holds up their porta stove that they brought because now everybody has a porta yeah. stove. It it went exactly. crazy. Yeah, it spreads like wildfire. It spreads not like literally though. Yeah, wildfire. hopefully not literally. It might, but the thing is, Kay, the problem with your porta stove. Is that means I have to bring the ingredients to cook my food. That's what I was thinking too. Do we just keep eggs at every location? Oh, now? I have it. The Porta egg carrier. It's a you buy it with the Porta stove for an extra $99.99. It's it holds eggs and it's impossible to break the eggs when it's inside. It weighs 40 pounds. With each other. Yes, K9. We're, bus- we're business partners. We're friends. Also, also I'm gonna invent grow me. Oh, grow always, me always. Of course you're gonna make grow me again. <laughs> All right. That's all we have for for Mentors Day. Thank you guys all so much for listening to this episode of uh, Celebrate the Date. We hope you come back next week and listen again. We would love to hear from you more. Um, If you want to hear or find more information about us in general, we have a website now. It is called prattpodcast.com. That is P-R-A-T-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. I spent a long time on it, and I'm very proud of it. You should go check it out. We would love to see you click through there and look around, and you know, you'll see our old podcast and our new, and we'll all be, all be up on there. And possibly our true crime, depending on how the audience feels. Depending on how Katie does with the research Ooh. needed to do a true crime podcast. Uh, I love it. She loves it. Um, have you ever thought maybe we should do a fake crime podcast? No. You know, I should just, you should just workshop new ways to do crime. No. <laughs> anyway, um, back to the thing. Uh, we appreciate you all so much for listening. We really would love to hear from more from you. If you have uh, more thoughts, you can find, I have emails and stuff. Uh, I, social media is all on that website I just said. Once again, that is uh, com. Uh, also, you should get, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because that does help us grow. And send us to a friend. That would be great. It's the first episode they can get on the ground floor, feel so ready to celebrate their weeks coming up. Wait, this is the first episode? This is the first episode, yes. Holy cow. What did you think we were doing? It's the second episode. No, this is the first episode, friend. Oh. Yeah. Sheesh. So we are awkward. celebrating. That Thank is you awkward. Guys. Well, we did record an episode before this, but Colton told me it wasn't funny enough. Oh, yeah, no, we were wicked boring. I sounded like this the entire time. I talked like I was doing wicked a true crime boring. podcast. Hey, true crime podcasts are fun and cool. Thank you guys but all. But you do them with respect for the victims. Thank you guys all so much for listening to this episode of Celebrate the Day. I have been Colton Pratt. I'm Katie Pratt. I got to go to work. Bye. And here's our guest. I'm Caden. Goodbye. Goodbye.